everybody out there in podcast world. Um, this is uh, Mr. Neil talking, and uh, I'm here with a very special guest, uh, Mr. Walker here. How you doing, Mr. Walker? Very special. I'm, <laughs> I'm much better now that I'm a very special guest. This is awesome. That's right. You're, you're very special because you're actually my first guest uh, on this uh this 90s nostalgia uh what am i calling it i think you said uh, 90s netflix nostalgia i like that that's right um, that was a good title I'm, I'm happy to be the first guest on 90s netflix nostalgia there you go i'm glad you're gonna have to remind me of that like six times <laughs> uh, but it's also it's not just netflix we're, we're looking at hulu which yeah does come from hulu we'll yeah. look at some uh some disney plus stuff and uh, okay. you're, you're the specialist guest because you, like I said, are my first one. You're not going to be the only right. one. And if you okay. do well enough, maybe we'll have you back on. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is an audition as well as an interview. That's right. So essentially, the idea behind this podcast particularly is, well, one, I mean, I'm, I run a history through film class. Right. And so I've been doing some historical movies uh, that I'm encouraging kids to watch if they have the time and just need the escape from the whole coronavirus mess out there um but i know that history movies aren't like necessarily the go-to's when you're locked in your home for right uh, several days in a row so this is a little bit of an escape uh into yesteryear and particularly the 90s era right. uh, where you get to see kind of what i grew up watching and and liking and uh, yeah other teachers as well and, and some of my friends will be guests on the pod too Awesome. Well, I'm yeah. excited about this. This was growing up. Power Rangers were probably the only thing I cared about um, from age three to probably age seven or eight. Actually, probably I'm a, maybe 15. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's funny you say that because, yeah, this was a huge cultural phenomenon. I mean, these uh, right. um, these were our heroes. Uh, you know, everyone had like Power Rangers action figures. Yeah. I had um, all the Power Rangers weapons, like the original part, the sword and the axe and the um, whatever the uh, oh the saber tooth dagger dagger the bow yeah the daggers and um, what was it I always wanted the Green Ranger um, um, flute sword uh, but I never got it yeah what we'll talk about Samba later for sure okay oh yeah it? yeah Samba. Yeah. That, and that sword talked i think i had a friend yeah that it did sword. it did i actually like last yesterday after i watched the movie i looked up a lot of things that i had forgotten um and yeah samba was one of the things i was reading about yeah no talking parts in the movie but definitely definitely was there right um were you ever a power ranger for halloween um almost exclusively for real. And, and even my cousin, who didn't really like Power Rangers, would dress up as a Power Ranger for Halloween. So it was, like you said, a cultural phenomenon. You couldn't walk in the streets without seeing a Power Ranger. No. And Halloween. I remember one particular Halloween, I was uh, Billy the Blue Ranger. Right. And uh, it came with the the mask um, of yeah. the, you know, the helmet. It didn't come with a full helmet, but it did come no. with a mask. Right. And that's what I think about when I think of Halloween is just that smell of that plastic on your face. Exactly. Exactly. Part of the reason why I hate Halloween, but especially like <laughs> walking around in, I mean, it was like 90 degrees at like 7 PM. Right. It got dark and I'm wearing this sweaty mask and just 
going and, up and down the street getting candy in a pillow sack. In a onesie. Like, that's what it was. Because I was the Green Ranger or the Red Ranger every year. Mm-hmm. And it's a onesie. And with the Green Ranger, it came with that thing, the golden thing. Like, the, the White Ranger pads. has in the movie. The shoulder pads. And those were, like, for some reason, they weighed 100 pounds. And uh, <laughs> you would have – and then they, it would sometimes the rain, they'd get even heavier. So I'd have this 100-pound mess, like you said, the plastic with the the um, piece, the thinnest piece of elastic they could find. They would always <laughs> snap halfway through. <laughs> That's right. And then you'd try to hold it on your face when yeah. you were the and, and you'd yeah. cry after you got through just two streets. Yeah. And your parent – that's why your parents hated Halloween. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not here to talk about, uh, you know, our our childhoods too much. But, yes, right. we are. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. We're here to talk about the movie. Yes. So let's, let's start with a little bit of background. This movie came out in 1995 after right. about one, maybe two seasons of – Yeah, it was after the second season. I was looking up exactly when because it – only two of the original Rangers are in the movies. Right. Billy and, and Kimberly. That's right. Um, um, so I was looking at why that happened. And it happened because Jason, Trini, and Zach, the, the black, mm-hmm. yellow, and red mm-hmm. ranger, had a contract dispute. Yeah. So, also, they probably graduated high school from yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Billy <laughs> looks like he's 48. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he always looked like that. Even if you watch, like, the first season, like, it's, like, these four teenagers and Billy, like, with his glasses and overalls for whatever reason, which was the most 90s thing you could have. Yeah, and they try to make him look younger, and they were like, well, maybe people will just think he's held back or something. Right. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they weren't there. So, first thing I want to talk about, the opening, like, 15 minutes, the ball gets – really rolling on how cool these Power Rangers are. So first debate I want to have is what was the cooler scene in the first two? Was it the skydiving competition or the roller skating? Well, let me just tell you this, uh, Mr. Neal. If you told me to give you a 10-minute video clip of what the 90s were like, it would be that because you have them skydiving to Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then – at least 15 minutes for whatever reason of rollerblading. <laughs> With some uh, Steve Miller band or something. Yeah, like yeah. It was free ride. And I'm thinking free ride was written and recorded in the uh, 1975, but everyone listened to it in um, the 90s. That's right. But, uh, oh. Yeah. I think, honestly, the skydiving one was better just because you had the equipping with Bulk and Skull, and they really were part of the – magic of power rangers so i wanted to bring that up because obviously i don't know how many people like go skydiving but i do know that one you have to be trained (laughs) right four hours before you actually get in a plane right and not only that but you go in small groups so were they invited like these are (laughs) sworn enemies they had to but I, i i guess they all went to the youth center in the show and they don't really explain it well. Like they never explain anything well in these movies. Um, but when you watch it, they're actually trying to save the observatory. And they mentioned that for like two seconds. So I guess it was a high school thing. They all, but like, like you said, these are 40 year old people. Bulk and Skull don't look like high schoolers. No, they look, they, they look, just look like 
they look like losers actually so but, but um, also like you're 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 telling me that bulk and skull made it through that four-hour training <laughs> to, to and, be able to skydive solo? and then didn't even put on a backpack before they were trying to jump out <laughs> no there's no instructor it was <laughs> basically aisha that was like hey y'all ready to go right and then the i was like hey y'all better jump we missed it it's like wait no just take him back to the ground oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was a good scene i do want to bring up like uh, i mean tommy come on we're gonna get into tommy and whether or not you're pro or anti tommy and okay we'll get into that later i'll yeah, we'll let you know later, later. But i just want to bring up the fact that he had a snowboard yeah well you had to make it 90s he had to, they're like what could make this more 90s and more nostalgic for people in 2020 who are doing a podcast like let's throw tommy out of the plane with the snowboard and it yeah. serves no purpose you're doing the same exact things without the snowboard that you would with the snowboard not like okay. you're cutting through snow or anything it's just completely unnecessary but when i was a kid i thought it was awesome yeah there were two uh two things that i also wanted to bring up about the the um the skydiving is i think kimberly had the best exit because she did like a double back flip yeah. and said catch you on the flip side right um but rocky when he jumped out of the plane and yelled bonsai <laughs> i was like oh this is the 90s <laughs> yeah just and there's a lot of little things like that throughout the movie um like there's one where they're fighting and uh uh i think it was the blue ranger billy he kicks the bucket goes ever played kick the bucket like, <laughs> <laughs> no he said ever play kick the can i was like oh my that's gosh right. that's a good one um so yeah i guess you you brought up the whole like this was a skydiving competition like i yeah. don't know what they were raising money for so i'm glad right. you caught that because i didn't um but Here's here's one thing. How conspicuous are they trying to be? They always travel together in a group of six and always right. wear their colors. <laughs> they do. They, and, and you can tell the Yellow Ranger, Amisha, was uh, trying not to be so yellow. Like, it was just accenting. Like, oh, she's wearing white. Like, that's not the Yellow Ranger. But, yeah. yeah. She was and, the one clued in. And, and especially with Tommy, because before he became the White Ranger, he was the Green Ranger, and he would wear green all the time. And now all of a sudden he's wearing white. I people have got to notice this. Yeah, not like only that, that, like white on white, and it's probably after Labor Day. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, actually, no, it's probably the summer because right. they weren't in high school. They were, yeah. And I don't know who's letting these like high school kids, like you said, just jump out of a plane for no reason. Like for it, real. it's. But we loved it when we were kids. We it was like, oh yeah, that's how you do it. Like, um. But yeah, I think the skydiving part was cool. The the rollerblading was cool for nostalgic sake because I remember I don't rollerblade anymore because I'm terrible at it. But <laughs> everyone used to rollerblade in high school, and um, uh, well, I, when I was a kid, everyone in high school rollerbladed. Like yeah. I knew a bunch of older kids who um, rollerbladed everywhere. The one thing I'll challenge your opinion on that is there was one part of the skating scene where Billy does this like sideways gainer down a staircase and like in the background you see like rocky skating down it backwards i was like that's so cool <laughs> could you imagine doing that nowadays the weird looks you would get for real oh that's funny okay so like after that first 15 minutes we 
um, let's see here. I think the most believable event in the whole 15 minutes is the fact that construction workers actually uncovered some sort of like time capsule egg. I right. didn't buy into there would actually be a, a skydiving competition to save an observatory. <laughs> I buy that like these high school kids could do these tricks with these right. things. But I was like, yeah, construction yeah. workers totally uncover something like that. Yeah, they're working hard. There's right. like 500 of them, though. I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't go to construction sites all that often. But that seemed like an excessive amount of workers. I agree. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've seen construction around Houston highways, and so I get it. It's like, you know, a couple people working, a lot of people standing around. Right. Um, but, yeah, and then, like, they just put one dude in a chair to guard it. Yeah. One, like, know. like. And one of them was asleep. It was two, but one of them was asleep. Yeah. No news station. Like, nothing right. like that. Yeah, they uncover this egg. No one cares. <laughs> Whatever. Um, let's see. But eventually, you know, we were introduced to Ivan Ooze. Right. Um, kind it of terrified me as a kid, by the way. Dude was gross. Yeah. And to combat that, like, the eventually, like, he's like, oh, I'll – Turn the parents and against them and yada yada yada. Right. Like, How are you gonna do that, boss? Yeah. And, <laughs> that's a good Gordon, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so, but then he goes, "Oh, I I have my ways. I'm a master of disguise." And then yeah. he chooses a clown, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess makes sense because like the kids wouldn't like. Oh, like yeah, there's a clown with a blue face. I'm not gonna like. But yeah, I'm a master of disguise. He didn't disguise himself as anyone. He's just him in a wizard hat. He's like, I'll, I'll be something less scary and then chooses the scariest <laughs> thing you could even become. It just passes out free ooze to everyone. <laughs> Throw it at your parents. Get your ooze, kid. Like, it serves no purpose. Yeah. Oh, These kids so are good. eating it up. But and if so, you notice, it's like it's a bunch of elementary school kids, like the main protagonist kid, and then the first person who says, "I'll take some," is like a twenty-year-old dude in the middle of all of this. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I'll take some," <laughs> and all the kids are like, "Yeah, that's cool." That's that's peer pressure. It was essentially a <laughs> metaphor for cigarettes. It almost makes me think he was a plant by Ivan News. Oh, it could have been. Um, okay, so eventually we get to the scene with the like the fight scene, right? Um, the Which first is why fighter, we all watch Power Rangers, right? So here's here's a couple things. First of all, this was an awesome fight scene. Yeah, like both when they're out of costume and in costume. Right, I was like, this kicks butt still. Yeah, you live um, for Morphin Time though. That's that's the only reason I watched the Power Rangers was Morphin Time. Oh yeah, no, but the, even before that, well, first off. Here's another thing. It brings <laughs> me back to Tommy. When when they meet Ivanus, he he reveals himself as not a security guard. Right. And he's like, "Oh yeah, who do you think you are?" And Tommy, out of costume, is like, "We're the Power Rangers." <laughs> yeah. And like everyone else is like, "Shh, dude." Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. he knew Ivanus was gonna find out sooner or later because once Ivanus um, summons his. What were they called? Ooze people or whatever? I don't know, but they had dreadlocks and they yeah. were pretty jacked, so I don't yeah. know. Um, and they started fighting them. You could tell, like, oh, these aren't ordinary teenagers. They're um, teenagers with attitude, which I was <laughs> looking up was the original like reason Zordon recruited the Power Rangers. So he wanted That's teenagers right. with attitude. 
Like, and, and they do a better job of, of that in the, the 2017 movie. Like yes. actually showing these are like breakfast club kids. Yeah, that's a good movie. There. Anyway. Um, all right. So let's talk about their, when they do power up and they morph in time, whatever. They all get like a signature weapon. And these are not the yeah. weapons that you discussed earlier. Like these are new weapons. No, no, these are different. You're you're exactly right. Because I was waiting for, um, you know, the Red Ranger had the sword in the show, mm-hmm. but he, but he had um, that scanner, like uh, yeah, it was Iron like a, Man scanner. You called it the Power Scope. Yeah, the Power Scope. Uh, the Yellow Ranger had headlights. <laughs> no, 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 you mean power beams. <laughs> That's right, power beams, high beams, um, and then. Uh, the pink ranger had the whip, right? Yeah, it was a uh, nope pterodactyl thunder whip. Pterodactyl thunder whip. That's right. I'm glad you wrote down the names. Yep, of. I did. And then uh, Tommy's Billy had something where it was like a, a grappling a string hook. stinger. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, <laughs> which he didn't actually fire at anybody. I was no, he just he uses a grappling hook. Yeah, I, I was like, is this a taser? Right. Like, that'd be cool. It, that would have been cool if he used it as a taser, but he didn't. He used it as like, oh, I'm going to get from here to there and kick three people. That's right. The best is when they just um, – my favorite move in the fighting, and it's always been this way, and I think Tommy did it in this fight, is when they just start like kicking like 20 times while running through the air on their <laughs> yeah. chest. That's the best. Oh, yeah. And it kills them for some reason. <laughs> Not very hard them. kicks. It's just they give up. Like <laughs> – all right, I'm I'm done dealing with this. They had some of the best deaths though. Like we're talking, yeah. like you know, they kick him with force, and then they're flying 45 feet and smashing <laughs> into. Like there was one dude I legitimately felt bad. For. I think it was Aisha kicked one up, and like he got cut in half by a girder. Yeah, and then the other one was thrown into the sewer grate and like disintegrated. That's like, right. That's, that's pretty gnarly. It is dark. But um, my favorite part. And I, I mentioned this um, to someone because I told them we were doing this. I was like, it's weird. Like, they could turn and run if they wanted to, which would be faster than what they actually do, which is a series of backflips to get out of trouble. I'm like, that's so inefficient and just uses all your energy. Like, there's this one scene where Billy's surrounded. Instead of turning and running, he just backflips out of it for, like, five <laughs> minutes straight. Uh, <laughs> like, and then and someone else joins him. It's like yeah. right behind you, Billy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then it cuts to the other fighting, and they're backflipping in the background. It's like, what is this? Oh, it's got to be a more effective way. Yeah, definitely. So eventually they get their powers destroyed because Ivan Ooze, like, breaks into Zordon's hiding spot or wherever right. they are, which is just, like, essentially New Mexico or something. Yeah, yeah, in a mountain. Yeah. That's not inconspicuous at all. It's out there like if you want like hey i bet that's where the power rangers live <laughs> right it's at the very top of whatever it is <laughs> and I it's mean, like a fortress yeah it is um and anyway like he breaks like he basically goes in destroys everything it makes me think like straight up is zordon just like in that glass the whole time because i thought yeah he was, i thought he was transmissioning from a different planet or something but no i know they explain it in the show and they do a better job explaining it in the 2017 movie you just um referenced okay. i mean that's just where he lives because he's trying to slow his aging process down that's right 
Um, you were gonna say, and um, that was the uh, sword the White Ranger has. He uses it in that fight. That's when. He oh, that's right. It. No talking, but he does use yeah. his laser eyes, which I never saw. I don't know if he used those in the show ever. No, he, it never. That was the first time I believe. But it's so stupid to me because it's a sword, and it uses laser eyes to cut open to cut the <laughs> rope. I'm like, just use your self. You're a sword. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool. I think they were trying to show off special effects. Well, maybe um, the sword couldn't one. cut through like metal or something. Right, but that that was just hilarious to me. He throws it up there, like, oh, he's gonna cut the rope, and then it stops midair, <laughs> just laser beams it. <laughs> I never picked that up. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get back into weapons in a little bit when we talk about the second fight. Um, okay. And why they don't use those weapons again? But whatever, we'll get there. Right. Um, so we eventually get Ivan, you know, uh, kind of, I guess, uh, they use, sorry, they go back, see Zordon, they're like, hey, we got one, Alpha's like, hey, yeah, yeah, we've got little power to put you into wherever we right. go. <laughs> um, and they go and they go to a, a unknown place, which I'm just going to call Australia, um. Because I find out that's what filming. Um, All right. But let's, that yeah. Makes sense. And that's where we meet um, Dulcea, who yeah. is this scantily clad um, British <laughs> chick or something, maybe Australian. Yeah. So, fun fact Did you read that article I sent you? I did. Okay. So originally, that was supposed to be Mariska Hardigay from right. Law and Order SVU fame yeah but uh like apparently she did like two months of filming and then said okay well it's christmas time and you guys haven't used me a lot like i'm gonna go home be with my family i'll come back the first of the year and so calls right. them in january like right before she's gonna get back on a plane and they're like oh no you're good we replaced you <laughs> like I mean, that was probably the best move for her career because she's been on Law and Order for 21 years. Right. So, insane. Anyway. Um, yeah. Well, that's other Hollywood than that, uh, what, what was your favorite part about them finding their new powers? Uh, well, you, when they go back and she tells them they're, like to think about their spirit animals and they're like dreaming, it gets back to the, um, what's the Black Ranger's name? Oh, you're um, talking of not Zach. Sorry, that was no. Adam. Adam, he, he looks down. She's like, "What's wrong, Adam?" He goes, "I'm a frog." <laughs> and she goes, "She goes, well, frogs can turn into princes." You're basically telling him, like he's ugly right now, but maybe one day he'll be a prince. Like, okay, let's talk about that because I didn't, I didn't catch the whole, like the spirit animal. They were like the ninja spirit animals, right? The animals that they thought of. Like, they don't live in the same ecosystem. No, 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 no. Like, you can't but find I, I, a crane, a bear, an ape. What else? A frog and a... A uh, frog. Um, um, Tommy with the white falcon. The falcon? Yeah. Um, the there's one more. The wolf, yeah. Like, these... Which I understand. I understand some of them. I understand the wolf and the crane, because those are generally associated with martial arts and stuff like that. Sure. And maybe the ape. Um, yeah, and strength. 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand why they chose a frog, except to make that one joke. <laughs> um, a falcon, and what was the other one? Uh, bear. Bear. Uh, it just seemed like that. It, it. I feel like, and I think it's because they got all their footage from the Japanese one, the Japanese movie or TV okay. show. So. And, and I'm going to say this because I was reading this and this blew my mind. Within the TV show, the movie is not canon. It is like, because in season three of Power Rangers, they get their ninja powers a different way. Oh, so man, the movie you're totally is, right. It's not canon at all. So I think um, they chose these animals just because the Japanese show they got the footage from had already chosen the animals. And they man. just had to make up a reason why. That's funny. But yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, well, eventually they go and they get these, like, well, they get the, the sweet ninja costumes, which, again, awesome Halloween costume. Yes. Uh, I, I remember much I was, hotter than the other spandex, though. I agree. Uh, I was the White Ranger. It was all white. It only lasted, like, one day because as soon as you got <laughs> dirt on it, you couldn't wear it again. I don't think I ever got a ninja costume myself. I, I was always just a regular Power Ranger. Oh, man. Like they I said, I hated when Tommy became the White Ranger. Because um, the Green Ranger was always my favorite. There you go. Um, speaking of which, so they have that battle with the those other scary rock monster things. Right. Um, which, those guys have some sweet weapons. Yes. And I guess they hadn't, like, received weapons yet or weapon capabilities yet. No, they were just using their cunning. No, but well, Tommy grabs a stick any chance he gets. He grabs a <laughs> shovel in the first fight. He grabs a stick here, and he also used the stick to try to beat that, uh, like, rock uh, or that bone yeah. triceratops but, thing. Right. <laughs> if you notice, I was looking closely at those tri those um, bones, and I, I don't know if they represent all, but each um, set of bones represented one of the, uh, the um, um, dinosaurs powerful? they had just lost. No way. There's a triceratops. I saw a T-Rex. I'm pretty sure I saw a mammoth tusk. Um, I didn't see a pterodactyl skull or a saber to oh, tiger man. skull, but I, I'm pretty sure if you look at all of them, it's going to have all of them. That's a so it that's just a represents nugget. the yeah it represents the death of their old swords and the coming of their new powers. And here I am thinking that whoever directed this movie was just shallow. <laughs> well, that has no bearing on what I just said. So <laughs> right, and this isn't even it could have been just been a coincidence. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was cool. But you're right; they had some cool weapons. Um, and you know, I don't remember that scene from seeing it when I was a kid. But as soon as he touched the walls, I those things are coming alive. Oh, for sure. That that's what this franchise does. <laughs> um, so here's another thing: like, as soon as one got like put in the water, you think that the others would have told, like, "Hey, right, try and get him into the water." But no, or just get like a, like get yourself wet and hug them or something. <laughs> right, just a, I don't know, a leaf, or something. Right. Um, but no. no, Tommy has to jump off a ledge and yell "Ninjetti Corkscrew Kick." <laughs> 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 like he already read the manual on how to use his powers and coined phrases for them. Well, it's like the Matrix. You just download it to your brain. Oh my gosh. So they, they kick all the monsters' butts. They get their powers back. Um, 
let's see here. And then, so they get back home and immediately like get to their new Zords, which I think the new Zords right. are great, but the animation is like, oh, that oh. was terrible. Oh, oh, that's such bad animation. Um, but you're right. The new Zords. The problem with the animation is that they were all completely stiff. That's like, right. which I get, they're like giant metal things, but the frog was super bendy, and even the ape was like. But the Falcon and the Crane were just spaceships, which to me, <laughs> if you're got, you either go all like animatronic animals or none animatronic animals. I agree. Go, go half and half. And so they never got like any training on like how to control these Zords. That's another I'm sure thing it's the that... same basic principle of the other Zords. Okay, so like once a pilot, always a pilot. You can fly any planes. Sort of <laughs> exactly. Okay. But I'm trying to think back if they actually got any actual training in the show when they first get their swords. And I don't think they did. I think he's like, hey, go fight these giant monsters and these big machines I've gotten for you. That's right. Well, kids, if you got extra time, go watch season one of Power Rangers and uh, let us know if they got any training. <laughs> um, I'll go do that. So here's, when they get into their swords, here's, here's my favorite part is they <laughs> just saw these two, you know, giant, you know, whatever they are, a giant, right. like a, a uh, scorpion and then a praying mantis kind of thing yeah or bee i don't know yeah, yeah. it's like i don't think it has wings yet but it looks yeah. like a bee yeah like, i've news has summoned his two behemoths to attack yeah. the city but here's the thing they're right there when they get in their swords but it, the next scene goes to tommy in in the falcon and he goes i'm i'm over the east quadrant i'm picking up a disturbance <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you were just there. Ever the leader, Tommy is. <laughs> he's like, I'll check it out. Yeah. And then he gets hit and bails. Like, he's yeah. like, I got a little fire on my thing. I'm out of here. Right. He's like, ah, no. Which it never explains how he fixes that. Because no. he just magically comes back. I'm just gonna and fly it's, everything's fine. Maybe the wind will put it out. I don't know. Yeah. I will say, you brought up the women. Kimberly, for being an awesome ranger gets herself into a lot of damsel distress situations in this movie. Oh, totally. And they, I mean, it seemed like in the show too, that she was very much the Daphne of the group. Right. Like, yeah, she's a contributing member a lot of times, but she's definitely a, uh, like a, a source for plot material where it's like, okay, when is, when's Kimberly going to go, you know? Right. Right, like in the fight with the winged creature, she gets grabbed and taken up. So, help me. She, she yelled, help me, at least five times in this movie. Oh, yeah. Which, to me, you've had two seasons of being the pink ranger. You should know how to get out of a tiny scrape. Well, and everyone else's first reaction is just to yell that person's name. Yeah. <laughs> Billy! Come <Hold> on! Billy! <laughs> they, never yell, they never yell Tommy's name. I don't think they like Tommy much. Like, I, oh, so. I hope he dies soon. Right. But so here's the other thing. Kimberly did have the best idea where she was like, I'm going to go take out the general. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to go right. up there and Get fire a missile at Ivan News. Right. Doesn't yeah. work out, but. No, it doesn't. Also. Um, which is another damsel distress thing. Cause she has to like, they have to tell her how to operate her, like push the like, like power boost. She's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. try you not getting this. <laughs> How hey, have you not got this yet, Kimberly? Which Zord was your favorite? 
Which out of those, um, yeah, I the, think the one that was the most effective was the Frog Sword. Yes, because he had utility. Yeah, it had that electric, you know, like yeah. tongue thing. Yeah, it's what Billy's uh, little electric thing should have been in the beginning, where he could wrap it around people and electrify them. Oh, uh, you mean the string stinger? Yeah, the string stinger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think the frog had the most utility. The ape was horribly misused, I think. Yeah. Um, let's, let's see. see the, I'm trying to remember the what the bear even bored. did. Was the falcon the only one that like had missiles? Uh, I think Kimberly's did because she shot at Ivan. The crane did. She okay. shot at Ivan News. That's right. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't even remember what the wolf or the bear did. Uh, the wolf grabbed onto the tail of the scorpion. Oh, oh, bit it off. He bit it off. And all the bear did was say, time for to boogie with the bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then stood up on its hind legs and got blasted. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was that was great. But, yeah, yeah Billy was like, uh, you know, jumps. He was like activating uh, hydraulics or something, you know, super nerdy because he is. Yeah. And and actually, like, got the job yeah. done, ripped the tail off. But yeah, the bear, uh uh, right. Aisha, try again. Yeah. That's, that's when the ape comes that's in. That's right. Aisha was the bear, Billy was the wolf because he's wise. Yeah. He actually, so that's when they actually defeated that creature. So he ripped his tail off. And then, and then, um, the frog was holding him in place, and Tommy came back with the falcon and blasted him. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, so that was the scorpion that they killed. Right. And, then, and the, then they just had to deal with the praying mantis. That's right. Which, um, let's see here. Uh, other than that, when you get to the Ninja Megazord, like, there's 14 joysticks up there. Who's got yeah. the controls? Yeah, well, it's if you notice... They're piloting it without Tommy at the first. But when you look in the cockpit, it looks like Tommy's the one who's supposed to be steering it because he has the, like, motorcycle controls there. So mm -hmm. I don't know how they were walking throughout that whole thing without Tommy steering it. Yeah. And that whole little subplot with the kids on the subway, on the um, <laughs> monorail, like, yeah. it was so unnecessary. Those kids are idiots. No, exactly, because they were, like, you know, they just all jump on. And one kid pushes a button. Like, they don't check. They don't push a, like, right. a, a five seconds until we take off. No, it's just everyone get on. Right. He didn't even wait for everyone to get on. Like, I'm sure some kid got, like, sliced in half at the platform trying for to get sure. on that monorail. Um, but, yeah, so that, that was something. And, uh, oh, so Tommy, yeah, then saves the monorail kids. Um, again, <laughs> once no part of the actual fight. Right. Uh, and then when he comes back, do you under do you know how he rebrands the Megazord? He doesn't call it the Megazord anymore. What does he call it? Ninja Zord. The Ninja Falcon Megazord. Ninja, yeah, that's right. That he adds the Falcon in there. Right, Ninja Falcon <laughs> Megazord. Yeah. Well, because Tommy hasn't been part of the Megazord yet. Until I then, so. I think that's the first time he's been part of a Megazord because he's always had his own. That's right. That like, what was it that he had before? At first, he had the dragon. Oh, that's right, the dragon. Then he had the lion. I don't know if the lion was part of the Megazord though. No, I don't think so. Yeah, At so least. I think that's the first time he's ever been part of a Megazord. That's right. 
So the best part of the Megazord fight is when they're out in outer space and how do they detach from <laughs> Ivan Ooze? Well, there's an emergency button. <laughs> an emergency nutshot button. <laughs> oh, that was the greatest. They they like, oh, we have we have morals. Like we cannot right. do this unless it's an emergency. <laughs> right, right. On a me- mechanical creature, no less. Like it doesn't feel any pain down there. <laughs> They're like, we cannot go below the belt. We are in a fair fight. <laughs> like we will so get great. disqualified. But I guess in space, there's no rules. <laughs> no, absolutely not. They're they're in uncharted territory. <laughs> so they save the day, and then of course they celebrate everyone's favorite '90s location. I'm pretty sure they went to a Joe's Crab Shack <laughs> and watched fireworks. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, le- closing thoughts on the movie. Um, it's a great movie, um, especially if you're a Power Rangers fan. Um, I I hope a lot of your kids watch it uh, and appreciate it for what it is, not what they think it should be because you are right about the animatronics and the um the cgi it's not good (laughs) (laughs) um and i remember because i watched the it's funny a couple of weeks ago i was talking about power rangers to miss razo i was mentioning how i used to watch and she used to watch it as well and um so that night i went and watched the commercial for the uh, movie that came on in the in '95, and that's what I remember is, is seeing the commercial, and they show the Megazords on the commercial flying around, like this is gonna be the greatest movie ever, <laughs> like like this is bar none the the greatest. It's real. It looks real, and now I watch it I'm like oh oh six year old Walker, <laughs> you <Man>. idiot. <laughs> I, I agree, and I'll tell you what, this thing kicks serious butt compared to, like, the Power Ranger Turbo movie. Oh, yeah. It came out just a few years after. Right. After season three of the original Power Rangers, the Power Rangers just... Yeah. But I was reading, you wanted to talk about Tommy. He's actually been four separate Power Rangers. He comes but, uh... later in two more series. He's the Green Ranger, the... I had it pulled up. Because um, I knew you wanted to talk about Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the Green Ranger and then the White Ranger. But then he comes back in Power Rangers Turbo as the Red Ranger. And he comes back in Dino Thunder as the Black Ranger. Oh so gosh. he's he's the been the most Rangers out of anyone. Man. Yeah. Whatever. I, I think that, yes, kids are, you know, attracted to Tommy as a leader. And right. that, Clearly, you're like, I want to be this guy because he swings around a shovel and yada, 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 <laughs> as a snowboard. But, man, I was pretty aware when I was a kid, and I was like, this guy stinks. Like, he came in and tried to kill Jason and now is replacing Jason? Him killing Jason wasn't his fault, though. I he was under Rita's spell. You still don't, like, say, yeah, you know what? That was our bad. Like, here, take the reins. Well, I think the Power Rangers are smart enough to know that when Reader Repulsa puts you under a spell, what you do is not your fault. That's why they didn't kill him. They destroyed the sword that had him under the spell. I guess you're right. But I think, you know, it's almost like they chose him as a de facto leader. Right. And, instead of like, I don't know if there was, I mean, clearly in the 90s, there's still kind of a glass ceiling. So right. you're not going to choose Kimberly. Or- Kimberly should have been, Kim- Kimberly or Billy. 
But um, right. I know Billy didn't like anyone on the production crew. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in, as a behind the scenes, and also they were getting all their footage from the Japanese show. Um, what was it called? Super something. I don't know, man. This is your field. <laughs> um, it was called. Um, where is it? Power Rangers original. Let's see here. I had it right here. Super Sentai franchise. Uh, it's called Super Sentai. So, honestly, if you wanted to make this into a lesson, it's a good lesson on capitalism and making a full movie at half the cost. Because they, what they did was buy the footage of Super Sentai and just, like, because if you watched the, especially the first couple seasons, it's all men in the Power Rangers costumes yeah. fighting. So it's not the actual actors. They just filmed, like, them talking in, on a set and then, switched over to the fighting scenes. So um, it's a good lesson on like get half, double the stuff for half the production costs. Totally. Um, and that's why it became wildly popular because they didn't have much overhead cost at all. They were just able to pump out these shows because the seasons last forever. Um, yeah, there's a lot of episodes per season. Yeah. Uh, season one had, let me see had 60 episodes wow and seasons, well kids if you yeah. have extra time on your hand <laughs> yeah go watch season, season two. one oh, season two was a long one season two i had 112 whoa and let's see season three i think it was a little shorter whatever like that's oh no season three was longer season three had 145 <laughs> So that's every three days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so they had a lot of, because they had already had this show that had been produced a lot. And I think Super Sentai had gone on for a while already. So that's why they were able to get so much, um, so much footage out of it. And they basically wrote a lot of their own stories just using that footage. Um, cool. But it, it was great. I, I, that's all I watched when I was a kid. Yeah, I agree. Like, there were other shows that didn't hold a candle to this. This was the best, like, live-action right. one that we had. I mean, yeah, we watched other cartoons. Yeah. But this was it. This I, was the live-action. I remember they had that Beetleborg show that tried to compete with them. Yeah. Um, that wasn't that great. And there's another one I can't think of. Uh, virtual Reality Rangers or something? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. That, it's just like Digimon to Pokemon. Everyone loves Pokemon. No one cares about Digimon. For real. All Sorry right, man. For all you Digimon fans out there. <laughs> well, this was fun. We'll uh, we'll do this. Again. <laughs> this was fun. Um, if you have any other '90s movies you want me to watch, um, I will be happy to. We are stuck at home. That's so. right. Well, I know <laughs> I know I've got a list um, coming. I know one of these days we're gonna I'm gonna watch Heavyweights. Okay. Uh, I know that um, I'm gonna watch Goldeneye, with yeah, James Bond flick. Uh, and we'll see how long this uh, whole Corona thing shut down lasts. But All right. Well, just let me know there. this was fun. I hope this uh, helped you do what you needed to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I, I think I got what I needed. <laughs> All right. Signing off. Uh, right. Kids, enjoy Power Rangers, and hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. All right. See you. Goodbye. <laughs>